Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some Protect Your Neck news. Next, we'll talk about the legacy of Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local lawyer that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some stories in the news. Our first story comes from the New York Times. Last week, the first reported death from a cybersecurity attack occurred. A hospital in Germany was a victim of a ransomware attack. 30 servers at University Hospital Dusseldorf were impacted. The attack crashed the hospital system and forced the hospital to turn away emergency patients. The Times is reporting that a woman in a life-threatening condition had to be sent to a hospital 20 miles away because of the ransomware attack and died from treatment delays. This story is important because we have often talked about hypotheticals involving this issue when we talk about attacks on hospitals, but this is the first time that someone has tragically died. This story is extremely important in rural areas where the next nearest hospital is often in the next town or nearby city. Shopify alerted customers that their data was potentially exposed when two of its employees attempted to steal information from the company. So what was exposed? Customers' emails, names, addresses, and order details. Fortunately, the information exposed did not include complete credit card numbers and financial information. This is another example of how a company's employees can be the greatest strength or weakness when it comes to security. Our final story comes from Hot 4 Security. Dunkin' Donuts has reached a settlement with the New York Attorney General's office related to its failure to address a data breach from 2015 to 2019. According to the New York Attorney General's office, in 2015, Dunkin' was alerted by its app developer of unauthorized access to customers' accounts that exposed customers' names, email addresses, and their Duncan DD Perks account numbers and PIN numbers. The breach exposed 20,000 customers' records, and the hackers were able to steal money from customers who had a Duncan card. The New York Attorney General alleges that Duncan failed to alert the impacted customers, and then Duncan suffered a similar attack in 2018 and 2019. As part of its settlement with the state of New York, Duncan is required to pay $650,000 fine and is required to alert impacted customers, reset account passwords, and provide refunds for unauthorized uses of customers' Duncan cards. But more importantly, Duncan must upgrade its security protocols. While the fine might be the headline of the story, the most important part of the settlement is the requirement that Duncan must upgrade its security protocols. While a fine may not make companies take security more seriously, making the companies upgrade its security protocols will certainly reduce the risk of exposing customers' data. We also have some protect-your-neck news. 
During this segment, we'll be talking about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. According to Bleeping Computer, three accounts on TikTok with more than 350,000 followers promoted multiple fraudulent mobile apps. These fraudulent apps have been installed more than 2.4 million times. According to researchers at Avast, these apps pretend to be games, music, and wallpaper downloaders that display ads and charge users for features that didn't work or didn't exist. These apps are currently still available on the App Store and the Google Play Store. According to Avast, the list of apps include Shock My Friend, 666 Time, Theme Zone, Ultimate Music Downloader, and Tap Roulette. If you downloaded any of these apps, you should probably delete the apps from your phone. You should also be careful about what apps you download on your phone in the first place. And just because a celebrity or a popular social media site endorses an app, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't investigate the app before downloading it. Please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step kid and protect your neck. Let's turn our attention to our main topic. On September 18th, Supreme Court Associate Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. I wanted to take a moment to talk about her legacy. As an attorney, she argued and won multiple cases at the Supreme Court in the 1970s, eventually persuading the court to apply the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause to sex-based discrimination. During Justice Ginsburg's time on the court, she drafted a number of important decisions. I want to take a moment and talk about three of those cases. The first one is Olmstead v. L.C., a case that involved the Americans with Disability Act. Justice Ginsburg wrote an opinion credited with cementing its scope to include people with mental disabilities, finding that the unjustified institutional isolation of persons with disability is a form of discrimination. In Timms v. Indiana, Justice Ginsburg wrote an opinion that officially extended the Eighth Amendment's bar on excessive civil forfeitures to state court cases. However, the case that has been brought up in numerous tributes to Justice Ginsburg is U.S. v. Virginia. Justice Ginsburg wrote for the majority in this landmark gender discrimination case, finding that the admission policy at the publicly funded all-male Virginia Military Institute violated the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause. Justice Ginsburg wrote, The court has repeatedly recognized that neither federal nor state government acts compatibly with the equal protection principle when a law or official policy denies to women simply because they are women. Full citizenship statute, equal opportunity to aspire, achieve, participate in, and contribute to society based on their individual talents and capabilities. While these cases aren't cybersecurity or privacy cases, it wouldn't be right if we didn't spend some time talking about Justice Ginsburg's legacy. Rest in peace. Our final segment today is our cybersecurity awards. This week, I have one award I want to hand out, and it's the Respect Your Elders Award. 
This award goes to the baby boomers and older people who are often thought to be the ones most likely to believe misinformation on the internet. Everyone has this picture in their head of their parents and grandparents sharing clearly false stories on Facebook. But according to the New York Times, a survey found that Americans under the age of 25 are more likely to believe false claims about the coronavirus. These findings are important for a couple of reasons. First, it's at odds with other findings that say that older Americans are more likely to share false information on social media. However, it does point to how these groups are paying attention to information regarding COVID-19. It's also important because we should be focusing not only on older Americans when we talk about groups susceptible to disinformation. Instead, we should be focusing on everyone. Finally, let's apologize to our parents and our grandparents. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.